0: Hi guys, I have some exciting news to share with you. I am starting a new coaching program. Yay! It's a 12-week coaching program. It's called the Whole Health Balance Blueprint, and it's 12 weeks to behavior change, food freedom, and health transformation. So this 12-week program is not a diet. It's really more of an accountability and lifestyle transformation. And so basically during this 12 weeks, you're going to have access to me. I'm going to be giving you all of my loving and we will, the experience will teach you the foundations of healthy eating behaviors. And because it's going to be a small group of women or, you know, men, if that's something that's desired, that would be great. I'll take men or women. So it's going to be individualized to you because you're going to be getting a lot of my attention. And then also you're going to be in a really small group with other people that are going through the same thing that you're feeling in this course, you're going to get trainings by me. And again, it's for 12 weeks and it's going to be in a really small group environment. So I'm really excited about that. So I want to have just about five women just so that I can You guys can all love on each other and support each other and have accountability for this program. So the program is for you. If you're somebody who wants to learn new routines to get you in a place that you can have behavior change occur, if you're somebody who is like always searching for ways to lose the extra weight, but you always put yourself last. So this program is going to teach you how to prioritize yourself again so that you can make the changes that you desire and that you deserve. And this program is for you if you're committed to doing the work, because again, it's not a fad diet. It's more of a lifestyle transformation. So at some points you are going to have homework and you will have to do that homework if you want the transformation to happen. This program is not for you if you're somebody who just isn't really ready yet to make any changes, or if you're somebody who just really wants a quick fix. This program in itself is going to be, it's a $2,000 value. And because I've never offered this program before, I'm going to give it as at a very special and insane and insane price. As a thank you to you for stepping up and joining us as a founding member of this program, so the program is going to be offered for six ninety seven, insane, for twelve weeks of coaching by May, twelve weeks, and so you're going to get the twelve weeks of coaching, and then you're also going to get this small group of people, which is going to be five members. And so you're going to have a lot of accountability and a lot of attention again by me. There's an early bird sign up special that if you sign up before January 16th, you'll get the entire program for $597. So you would get $100 off. And so if you think about that, it's a $2,000 value. I coach individuals all the time, it's way more than $100. Per hour. And so you would get me for, you know, as a group of five people for $50 a week for 12 weeks. So that's an insanely amazing deal. So the program starts on January 23rd and it will never, ever be this price again. There are five spots available. And when they're gone, they are gone. So if you thrive on accountability, and you want to have a registered dietitian in your pocket, then this is the time to say yes to you. And let me help you walk you through this journey. Go to my website, RD, as in registered dietitian to register. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Whole Health Empowerment Project Podcast. This show is for busy mamas like you, with the desire for better whole health balance, but you may be feeling overwhelmed and busy and really don't know where to start. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm a registered dietitian and nutrition coach, and I'm here to walk you through the whole health journey so that you can begin to have more fulfillment in who you are meant to be. In this podcast, you'll learn practical tips to get you started motivation to keep you inspired, and guest interviews that will empower you to take action. Come join me in failing forward, one step at a time, into the journey of health, wellness, and self-care. Welcome to your new project. So today we're going to spend some time talking about shame and embarrassment about the way our bodies look, right? So in my nutrition practice, I've met many women who have expressed some kind of displeasure or unhappiness about the way that their body looks. I've heard women say horrible things about themselves. I've heard women say, I'm so fat, I'm ugly, I'm disgusting. And if that isn't bad enough, I've heard People express feelings of hatred and revulsion about how they look and how they feel. I think I also hear a lot of, you know, embarrassment and shame about how they could have gotten to a point that their body looks like this to begin with and what have they done different in the past few years that have worsened how they feel. And I wish I could say that I was a stranger to those feelings, but I'm not. I think like most women, I too have felt this this embarrassment and this shame about, you know, how I look in my own life. More recently, after I had my son, certainly I have looked in the mirror and felt like disbelief (laughs) at my new postpartum body. And even found myself asking, like, oh my God, how the hell did this happen? You know, seeing my stomach bigger than ever and my hips no longer fitting into my favorite pair of jeans, it can be a really tough pill to swallow. I mean, it really can. And I've also found myself at times where I feel really disgusted with my new body and longing for the old pre-pregnancy one, free of stretch marks and free of cellulite and free from pain and scars, right? Yet what's so funny, it cracks me up is that my son is obsessed with my belly and he's constantly rubbing on it and loving on it and telling me that he loves it so much. So it actually just makes me laugh, but it's something that it's such a thorn in my side sometimes. And then here my son is just loving on it all the time. So, you know, it started to make me think about why if our kids and our loved ones can love and accept us for who we are. Like why do we have such a hard time doing that for ourselves? I say negative things to myself without even thinking twice about it. Yet I feel like when I hear other women saying negative things to, you know, about their bodies and I hear them, it, it really like makes me pay attention to the harshness and the cruelty of the words that they speak to their body and You know, the way that we talk to ourselves is so unforgiving and it's so different than we would talk about our friends or it's so different than we would even allow our friends to speak about their bodies to themselves. And yet when it comes to the way we talk to ourselves, it's like we don't even flinch. So why do we do this? Like, why are we so awful and why do we speak so awful to ourselves? So that's what we're going to talk about. So where do these impractical and unreachable and these crazy standards, where do they come from? Like, why do we as women feel like we have to be perfect? Society often tends to make this worse for women. I feel like as women, we have this like, this like, this, very unrealistic body expectation of how we should look. And there's this ridiculous amount of pressure to look perfect. Women are told that we have to be thin, that we have to be flawless, that we have to always look put together. And I think as we age, we are expected to maintain our youth and our thinness. Social media further exacerbates this with images of like toned bodies and fad diets. And constant talk about weight and perfection on people's IG reels and the Facebook post. And we have like celebrities, you know, showing us that they've had babies. And oh my gosh, it's been a week. And now they're back to their pre-pregnancy body. And we have women who were like 60 years old that look like they're 30. And is that what I'm supposed to look like when I'm 60? So it's crazy because we have all of this Societal pressure and these celebrities and our friends showing us how we think we should look, but is that realistic? Should I look like that? And then so much of our self worth and our self esteem may take a hit when we actually don't hold up to these unrealistic expectations that society and social media tell us are normal. Another factor in this is the way that we talk to ourselves, right? So we have this like self-narrative that I think that worsens this social media and societal pressure to be perfect and to be thin and to be flawless. So I'm reading a book that's really pretty good. I mean, it's a really interesting book. It's called Mothers, Daughters, and Body Image, and it's by Hillary McBride. So I left a link in the show notes. And so Hillary McBride is this, she's a therapist, a psychologist, I think, and she has a history of binge eating or not binge eating. I think she has a history of an eating disorder. And so just, she does a lot of studies about this relationship between mothers and daughters and the body image that comes from that. So the book is very, it's very clinical. So if that's something, I think if you have kids, especially if you have little girls, it might be worth a listen but again, it is like very clinical. It's not, it's like case studies and clinical research findings. It's not like a quick and easy read, but it actually, it, it has just so much good information in it. So anyway, in this book, Hillary McBride talks a lot about that. A lot of a girl's self esteem and narrative comes from her mom and girls as young as like, I think it's like elementary school girls. We're already starting to become aware of how a mom feels about her body. Even if the mom wasn't like outwardly being terrible or having this awful narrative towards her body, but just the way that the mom treated her body unknowingly, the little girls were able to then kind of pick up that narrative and then carry it on as their own. So, I mean, it's crazy that your child picks it all up and she senses it. And she's learning to think and do the things that you do. And how she treats her body is something that she's learning from you. And as daughters ourselves, you may have even internalized some of these feelings that then you're passing down to your own children. So we just want to kind of talk about these things and these, again, the societal pressure, the social media, the narrative that's been passed down from generation to generation with women. Of women in our lives and how they may lead to feelings of potential of unworthiness and undeservingness, if that's a word, and keeping you from realizing your full potential. So what do we do? How do we get to a point that we're starting to move towards body acceptance? Because I know a lot of us are doing the negative self-talk and are having these horrible images and feelings about our bodies, So where do we start if we're interested in changing that? For one, since most of us are on social media and we are on social media for hours and hours at a time, maybe we start following accounts that promote body positivity, self-acceptance and self-love. So instead of following these accounts that are like the latest fat diet and how great you're supposed to look at this age, maybe you find someone that. Or an influencer or people who are comfortable in their own skin and promote body positivity. I found a list of some of these influencers that if you want to follow them, I left the link in the show notes for you to kind of go through. So that's the first one. Only because that's probably like a pretty easy, that's a pretty easy win to start doing. And I also follow, I don't know if anybody follows her. It's called um, The Bird's Papaya. And that's a really interesting account. It's a woman who really promotes body positivity and what bodies are really supposed to look like. So that might be somewhere where you start. Number two, challenging your beliefs about your body. So the negative self-talk doesn't serve you in any way, right? We know that your body is amazing and it deserves compassion and respect. And, you know, when we start having that negative self-talk in our head, maybe we should start challenging her and challenging what she's saying. Because what would you do if you heard a friend talking like that? Maybe you act like the friend and start challenging her. When you hear this negative self-talk starting, realize it and then start to interrupt it and challenge it. Because it isn't true. It's just something that has, it's probably become a false narrative because that's what you've always thought your whole life. Again, there's a a link in the bio with like ways that you can challenge your beliefs, just like some like challenging negative self-talk. There's some links in there. If you need some exercises and some tools to figure out how to do that. The next thing is, so we've done the first two. The next thing is taking some time to thank your body and be grateful for what it has done for you. You know, I always like to talk about gratitude. It's one of my favorite things, because I think it gives a lot of perspective to life. But I think in this case, when we talk about our bodies, we spend so much time punishing ourselves for what we see as our body failing us. We blame our body for everything, for illness and for injury and for infertility and miscarriage and menopause and aging. But maybe we can start to reframe the punishing that we're doing to our bodies into gratitude instead. What would that look like? It might look something like, look how accomplished your body has been. Look how, if you've ever had a child, look at how hard it worked to grow and nourish a human and allowed a child to be born. If you've ever been injured or sick, if you've ever had an illness, look at all that your body has gone through to get you to a place of healing and strength. Our bodies are really strong and allow us to move through and experience life at its very fullest because your body is part of you and it deserves to be loved unconditionally. There's a quote from Louise Hay that says, you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. So try approving of yourself and see what happens. So I guess it's, you know, that's kind of a way to look at it. Try to see and approve of yourself and see if there's any change and and if you're able to have a little bit more gratitude for what your body has accomplished. The next one is listen to what your body needs. Your muscles and your joints, they need to be moved and exercised and stretched. Your body needs to be nourished with good wholesome foods. Your brain needs to be focused and strong and you can do that by like meditating or just taking time by yourself, because that's going to really help you minimize the self-talk that you have. And just recognizing that, you know, you and your body are one entity. So when you're doing all that negative self-talk to your body, you're doing it to you too. You're not two separate entities. You are one. So listen to what it needs and provide what it needs so that you are able to you know, recognize that you're one entity and you're not separate, that you and your body are both equally deserving of being loved. Next is normalizing body expectations with other women. So I think a lot of times we have these expectations of what we're supposed to look like because we don't know what's normal. You know, I think we look to our social media reels and we look to celebrities and the news to see what's normal. But I don't know that we talk to other women because I think that's where the, the normalcy lies. So we need other women in our lives to tell us what's normal for our bodies, especially as we start to age. And we want to make sure that we have assumptions that are realistic. And I think sometimes if we're looking out in social media and society, a lot of the expectations that are going to come back to us are not going to be realistic. So this isn't about like body bashing. I know that that's a really easy thing to start, you know, to get into. It's certainly much easier to be friends with people if you're all bashing your body and saying how awful it looks, this and that, but it's not about that. It's really just talking about it and normalizing what bodies really look like without the bashing, without the judgment, because I think normalizing it really, you know, can help us see what the expectation there is. And the expectation can be much more realistic than I think a lot of times we have in our head. So talking to other women can help us see what a normal body looks like after having children What it looks like when we become mothers, what our body is going to look like, you know, as we go into premenopause and menopause, and then just what our bodies are going to look like as we continue to age, because let's face it, we may not look like the celebrities and other people that are influencers in our social media reels. And then lastly, consider working with a professional to challenge your beliefs. So you all know I'm a fan of therapy. So just putting it out there that if you don't feel comfortable talking to others about your body or you feel like you have a deep sense of shame and embarrassment, or even if you really fear sharing what you feel, seek guidance from a professional because they're going to have a little bit more of a skill. They're going to have a lot more of a skill set than your friends will anyway. And they're going to be able to really help you manage these beliefs that you have. So as usual, I don't have this figured out and I still struggle with feelings of inadequacy, embarrassment, and shame with my own body. However, I'm working on it. I know I can do a better job than I'm doing now. So I continue to work on it and keep making progress, but taking tiny, imperfect, consistent steps every day of being knowledgeable and being aware and trying to minimize the self-talk will all bring you and us to this goal of having a little less shame and embarrassment about our bodies. So remember to start where you're at and that it's not about being perfect. It's about being 1% better each day. And I'm going to leave you with this quote that I just find so comforting. It's by Iskra Lawrence and it's about your body. Your body is your home, your vessel in life. It needs to be respected and loved. So be kind to yourself, friends, and I'll see you back here next week. If you found value in this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Being a busy woman or mom doesn't mean that we have to give up on our health, wellness, or self-care. Together, we can take tiny, imperfect steps towards creating the whole health we desire and deserve. You can find us at WholeHealthEmpower.com or on Instagram at WholeHealthEmpower. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.